Hey guys and welcome to another edition of Wise Words with Stan. Today Isabel will be joining me as a guest on the her show, on my show, talk about her reaction to John's proposal. For those of you who don't know Isabel, um, she's been on my podcast a few times, um, along with John. So she talks so John actually proposed to Isabel last weekend and I had John on the show to talk about his lead up to his lead up to the proposal. So now Isabel will talk about her reaction to John's proposal. So sit back and enjoy. How are you? Good, good. How's your week been? Uh, pretty busy between work and now organising the engagement party. <laughs> so oh. hard. Yeah. I want to say congratulations to you on that. On Thank you. Engaged. Um, I had John on my podcast on the weekend and he was telling me how nervous and how excited he was for this big day to happen and now it's finally happened. Um, yeah, what was, um, how, how are you feeling about it all? Like, tell, tell us. <laughs> oh, man, I was so excited. It, it's like the best thing ever for like to see your man do what he to do what he did was so romantic and so sweet. And, and, and like you had, you had no clue about it whatsoever or did he give you subtle hints? Well, I like knew that? he wanted to, he'd been dropping hints, but I didn't realize it was going to happen on Sunday. So for me, it was a bit of a shock because I was not expecting it to happen like so soon. Yeah. Yeah. It was like out of the blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, I was not expecting it. <laughs> describe the moment when you like walked inside John's house. Because <laughs> he described it well to me on on the podcast on Sunday. He left a like um, a trail of flat red roses. Yeah, I'll explain what happened. Room. So yeah, poor 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 guy. I feel so <laughs> sorry for him. He originally wanted to do it at Palm Beach and because of the weather he couldn't do it. So he did it at his house instead, which you know, it was still very nice, still very sweet. It's all the same. It's just it's a pity it's not what he really wanted. So but at the end it was still the same. Yeah, so I walked in through his front door and I walk in because he told me that we were going to go past and see his mum. I yeah. thought, oh, okay, yeah, no worries before we go out for dinner. And I walk in and I, and I, walk, I could see through the corridor because he's got glass doors. I could see like a bunch of flowers on the floor. And I thought because he's got a dog, I thought, did Lottie get his paws on some flowers or something? There's a mess on the floor. What's with the mess? So I'm walking up to the glass doors. I open it up. and to my left, there's a photographer taking photos, and I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's going, what's on? going on?" And then, random dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a random dude taking photos of me. I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And then, as I turned more towards my left, because I'm like, if you look point it at clockwise, so first I was facing about eleven o'clock, and I saw the photographer, and yeah. then to nine o'clock, there was the massive. Um, a sign that said, will you marry me? And I just started squealing. I was just so excited. And then John then approached me and he gave his like nice little speech and then he got down on one knee and he goes, will you marry me? And I'm like, 
smiling and I'm like, yes, of course I will. And then it was like this beautiful ring. It was so beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. It's so gorgeous. And it's like can, – Can you describe the ring, ring to us? Uh, yeah, let, let me pull it out. I've been keeping it off because of my work. You know, I'm too scared it's going to break. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's too valuable. <laughs> no, no. You, it's so – Oh, yeah, the little box lights up too. There's like a little light. Yeah, so the ring's like – it's like a half band with diamonds and then there's a, an actual stone in the middle on top with a claw. It's got four claws, round diamond. Um, John told me it's 1.5 carat. Um, yeah, it's really beautiful. I love it. The only problem is it's just a slightly too small for my finger. I find it quite difficult to try and take it off. So – yeah, um, we're going to have to uh, go get it just get a, a little size. bit bigger. Yeah, just a little bit bigger. Not much, just a little bit, just because um, it's just a bit too tight. For, like it's, it's meant to be comfortable that, you know, it's meant to have some struggle for you to take it off. But this is like, man, if I keep pulling, I'm going to dislocate my finger. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? It's a, bit, a little bit too tight. Um, so it's all right. It's just easy to fix. So want to get that fixed in a few weeks' time because everybody will probably want to see it. So, you know, have to wait a few weeks until all the major events go ahead and then I'll have to go get it resized. Yeah. So I assume you've told, like, all your family members, cousins, that what were their rea- friends as well? What were their reaction to it all? Oh, they're just excited. Some of them were, like, screaming with excitement. Um you know, they're all happy for me and, and well, for us. And, yeah, we're calling everybody. And because John beat me to where he, he was the first to post on Facebook, <laughs> his phone started going off. And because he tagged me, my phone started going off. So, um, yeah, I had all these congratulations and everything. So it was uh, so nice. And all best wishes as well. Everyone's saying, you know, best wishes, wish you all the best. And, yeah, it was so sweet. I warned John, I'm like, oh, as soon as you post it, you're going to get notifications for days on end. Then you're gonna get oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I've, – I've still got notifications on Tuesday. Like wow. that's – yeah. Yeah. yeah it, just, it just shows, you know, it's like, yeah, everyone wants to congratulate you, you know, even people that you necessarily haven't spoken to in so long. They'll come yeah. out and say, "Oh, congratulations!" And yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially when you, when um because John tags me, it's like there's people I'm like I've never I don't know who you are, I never met you before, but they're all congratulating um us and everything, you know, even my my family because um my grandparents and some of my relatives don't have um social media, so we had to tell them directly, and they were like so excited, and they were so happy that um. For us, that, that that this has happened. Oh, that's amazing! So, so what's where to next now? You you're you're both engaged. Um, so, what's the next step now? Well, at the moment, we're trying to organise the engagement party, and um, I was just actually trying to work out numbers for the guest list. So, um, yeah, it's not easy because you know they've got like depending on the venues that you go to, they have like like max capping of bookings like they can only have like so many at a, at a time and we're trying to pick a day because what's been happening with um because his dad's john's dad's coming back soon from overseas and yeah. because of he's only here for the month of august we've now gone right well since he's only here for august we've got a plan for august of course so it's just a matter of picking the date and 
what's the capping so then we're trying to work out numbers so that way it's um you know it's fair for both sides because we know john's got a you know a relatively big family he's got a he's got a lot of uncles and aunties and cousins whereas my side is relatively quite uh small so we should be okay with numbers however i could be wrong it just depends on what the venue says so Hopefully we can invite family and and um, the bridal parties, both sides, um, to the engagement party because in the wedding we can invite, you know, everybody and everybody under the sun, which we haven't even discussed that yet. We're just trying to organise this engagement party first. You're trying to get through the engagement before you can discuss the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, because the engagement party is just something like to like celebrate with family and the, you know, and, and maybe like a couple of close friends. I'm not too sure. Like I said, it's just depending on the venue and what's the capping because um, we've spoken to one at the moment and we really like it and there is a, there is a capping. We're just trying to confirm the date and if the capping is a certain number, we're hoping to get maybe either seventy or eighty plus, depending on what what the date is and what like what they can do for us, and then we'll go from there. Hopefully, and yeah, hopefully, like there's no restrictions in place by then. Oh, I pray to God because <laughs> um yeah, because that's what's been happening with Melbourne at the moment. You know, I feel sorry for those guys. So mm, I pray yeah. to God everything will be okay with us because now, you know, all those times I say, oh, I feel sorry for the people who have got weddings. Now it's my turn. It's like, oh, <laughs> no. Like, oh, yeah. Now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> yeah, I, I might be one of those people where it's like, you know, yeah. I had this idea and next thing you know, things change. So hopefully mm. things don't change, at least not for the worse, hopefully for the better. Look, I think the worst of it's behind us. We'll, we're going to get cases popping up now and then, and I'm going to knock on wood so I don't jinx it. Yeah, oh, pretty wood, okay. But, um, yeah, I think the worst of it was last year. And I know we're, yeah. we're still going to get case numbers here and there, and that's going to happen until everyone gets a shot. It's going to happen. It's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't think um, those measures, I don't think we'll get – to an, this, a stage again where we all have to go into lockdown. But as I said, I don't want to jinx it. I yeah. I feel like the rest of it is behind us, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I pray to God that's true. I really hope that it, it's going to get better from here on out and not go backwards on us. I think the sooner we get we all get the jab, the better off everyone is. That, that's, mm. that's what I think. And, yeah, yeah, hof- yeah. yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Um, yeah, so as you know, I had John on my podcast on the weekend and he was telling me how nervous he was and how excited he was for this day and he waited for this day his whole life. And, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, he was so nervous. I <laughs> wish I wish I had a camera and recorded this right. So yeah. when he went to put the ring on my finger, he was that nervous that <laughs> he was like, he got the ring, stones facing upright. Then he turned the ring upside down and goes, wait, is this the right way? I'm like, what are you did he, doing? Did he get the right finger? Yes, he got the right finger, but he (laughs) he turned the ring upside down where, like, the band where there's just nothing on it is facing up and then the stone's facing down. I'm like, what are you 
doing? I thought, oh my god, poor guy. He's so that he's that nervous. Like he was like he was kind of shaking a little bit, and you could tell he wasn't thinking clearly. Yeah, so I yeah. could uh, I could tell he was so scared. I think so he was scared. worried. I was uh, gonna say no or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's cute. <laughs> it was normal, isn't it? It's normal to be nervous. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. Any man or woman, yeah, you know, yeah. who who proposes to their significant other, you know, they would be nervous, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a camera. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Because he goes, "Why didn't you like get emotionally and like cry, like happy tears?" I was like, "I don't know. I think." I think because you kind of hinted it a couple of times, it didn't hit me as hard, but I actually cried when my parents walked in because um, as the photographer was finishing up taking some photos, the doorbell rings. I'm thinking, who's that? Anyway, I turned my head around the corner, looking down the corridor, and my parents walked in, and that's why I started crying (laughs) because, you know. um, Yeah, it was when it yeah. hit me, and plus I'm the only child, so I was actually really happy. So it was a mixture of shock and happiness all hitting together. So I was just crying, and I go straight to wow. my mom and um, at first, and then I go to my dad, and they're like, show us the ring, show us the ring, <laughs> and, I'm, and they're going, oh, my God, it's so beautiful, and, you know, congratulations. And then I saw John's mom and sister, so, of course, you know, they were happy for us, saying, you know, congratulations, I'm giving them all hugs, and I'm crying at the same time, going, oh, oh my God. This is like this is this is real, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's when that's when you like yeah suddenly think oh this is real yeah 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 because yeah. when we went out for dinner we had a really nice dinner at Jonas up near Palm Beach. Um, that when we were driving back, he goes, I get to now call you my fiance, and I started crying again. And he goes, <laughs> Oh, this is a happiness. I was like, Yeah, because it's the first time you actually said that word. You know what I mean? Like the realization is still kicking in that, you know, now I don't call him my boyfriend anymore. He's now my fiance. You fiance. know what I mean? Yeah. Like even a couple of times when I was talking to people at work, I'm like, my boy, oh wait, fiance. John, not <laughs> boyfriend, because he's no longer my boyfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta, because yeah. I'm just so used to saying boyfriend. It's It, it just rolls off the tongue. Oh, so yeah. now I refer, to yeah, yeah, I got a sense, it referred to him as like my fiance or my, oh no, it's my part, like my, he's gonna be my husband or I just sometimes say oh yeah it's John like you know for those who know him I'm like oh yeah it's John but for those who don't know I had to like start referring to him as like my my, like, my future yeah my husband fiance. my future husband my fiance and all that it's just so it's just surreal. gotta get used to yeah it's just gotta get used to saying it it just feels surreal that now I'm actually saying it yeah oh, I can imagine I can imagine yeah uh, so the shock the shock is gonna stay with you for the next few weeks or so you know it's um yeah, like something like that is like the most. It's like the most significant day of your life, and it's you know something you will always cherish, and the shock of it all will stay with you for a while. Yeah, I, I think that. I think it's gonna stay with me for a very long time. I don't think I'm ever gonna forget it. <laughs> oh no, no, definitely not, definitely not. So yeah, um, and John posted on Facebook about. I, I saw a photo of him down on one knee. And you, like, looking at him with uh, your hands to, on your mouth, like, so shocked. It looked like a scene out of The Bachelor because there was a nice red mat on the floor and there were flowers around the mat. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think so as well? Like, you um, 
The, okay, yeah. I can tell you the mat is actually his own. That mat is actually from his house. Yeah. The only thing that wasn't his was that picture frame where it said, will you marry me? And the flowers that were all over the floor. Everything else is his. Oh, wow. But the flowers were, were the flowers his as well? The, no, the flowers were um were like a thing that he ordered. Okay, wow, wow. Yeah, no, it, look, it looked it looked so romantic, looked so well set out. Looked, yeah, 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 it's, it was still very romantic, still very nice. It, like I said, it's just a shame that he wanted to do it at Palm Beach and the weather unfortunately didn't allow it. And, yeah. you know, and I don't know if John was willing to wait another week or so, you know, to do it, you know. So... Yeah, I, I reckon it still worked out perfectly. Yeah, it still worked know. out absolutely fine. It was still, it was still great. It was still a lovely surprise and everything. I just know that it it, it wasn't what John was hoping for. But you know yeah. what? Sometimes you have to go with second best. And That's you it. know what? Second best was great because I jokingly said to John, I said to him, "Could you imagine if you dropped the ring on the beach?" Like you dropped it in the water or in the sand, uh, like oh, like be... in a way, it's good that you did it here because like like he didn't, but like if you could you imagine if he had dropped the ring, it would have been a nightmare. Plus, if it was really really windy, you know, the pictures would have been really terrible. Like you can imagine, like my hair is like it's not long long, but it's like medium ishy type length, and you can imagine if the wind's blowing, my hair's gonna be everywhere. So it's yeah, like yeah, so, yeah, it so in a yeah, it really worked out in the, in the end that he did it, you know, in um at, at his place. Yeah. And he mentioned to me as well that you like he he actually said on the podcast, I'm not sure if you heard it, that he you'd you'd rather him propose to you in a private setting rather than a public setting because yeah. you, get, you get very shy and nervous. Yeah. When, um, a, when a big crowd is watching you. Yeah. See, growing up in like like uh, I guess, um, like 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 late primary school and all throughout high school. Whenever I had to do like public speaking with speeches and that, I always get nervous and I feel quite intense. Like like I feel like it's it's really intense. So for me, I always get nervous when I do public speaking. Like even like even when I was working when I was working at McDonald's and that, I was always bit nervous even just to talk to to clients and customers. So you know now I'm not as bad, but like. I get really shy, so yeah. um, yeah, I was really, qu- I'm really quite shy. So when John said to me one day, he goes, "Oh, would you let me do it at the football?" I said, "No, I would say no so fast, and I will <laughs> leave the stadium." Oh my with, god! <laughs> uh, with my head down, and I would just leave. I I would have been so shocked that yeah, yeah. if he did that, I would have been just just gone. No, I can't do this. I'm gone. See so, yeah. not because I don't want to marry you or anything. It's just like I can't believe you did it right here. I would just gone nuts. See ya. Uh, ask me again. Ask me again in a few months' time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, like what? Yeah. Beforehand, what? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he told me, and I was like, no, nah, I would, I would have said not nah, if he, if he said like we do it at a football stadium or something. Like I know he loves his football, but I would have just said no way. Because no, yeah. like having the photographer there wasn't as bad because it's just one other person. And having. You know, like but having like, people you, yeah, you know, and like, like and like nine nine point nine percent of them are complete strangers that you have no idea, and they're all watching you. It's like, uh, no. Nah, <laughs> hell no, nah. no thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I would have been like watching like you know when you watch those like wedding and proposal it, fails, that would have been me. I'd be like, nah, see ya. <laughs> and if you think about it, it's kind of pressure on you to say yes, as well. Like having a huge audience watch you, like yeah, you know, you're you're put on the spot. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you can't say no because it will be awkward and stuff. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. You feel really awkward that it's like, oh, I should say yes because otherwise it's gonna be so awkward if I said no and And just leave him there. (laughs) Yeah, you leave him there kneeling. It's like, oh, it's like I can't do this, man. You put me on the spot. Exactly, exactly. So I feel like he's done the right thing by proposing at his house and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was still very romantic. It was still very, like, very, very sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I learned quite a uh, – I, yeah, I learned a bit about John because before before he was dating you, I never knew John was a romantic type of guy. And then – Oh, like, yeah, very up, Mr. Cheesy, very cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, and then once I, like, I saw him, seen him do all these nice things for you, taking you out to nice restaurants, to nice places. I'm like, oh, this guy, you know, he's willing to go all out. He's a very romantic dude, you know. It's uh, it's quite nice to see that side of John, actually. Yeah, I think it's got to do with, like, I think it's a mixture of you, you feel it for yourself. Like, John's had other girlfriends, like, like you, Daniel, like, you've had, a girlfriend and you've probably dated a few people when you find the one that you you know that that is the one you you change yourself so what you know instead of going out to like like maybe like a two-star restaurant you go to one of those like four or five star restaurants you change yeah. a bit you start to change and like for the better that that is you know and um yeah you know yourself and then you day and you get to know that person and then you know within yourself can i see myself with that person for the rest of my life or is just is this just a we're dating and we're seeing how we go stage because that's that's how that's what that's what you do with dating. You date someone, you go, is this person the person for me? And if not, okay, at least you, you guys tried. But if you say, yeah, I can see us doing really, really well, I can see us maybe living together in the future, then you know that that person is the person for you. But it just takes time, you know. Oh, and it, yeah, it, it just takes time. And you eventually you will find the person. You might meet a few people that you thought that might be the case, but maybe it wasn't meant to be. And then you finally meet that person and then go, that's the one for me. When it came to you dating John, mm. when, when was the moment you realised, because you've obviously dated a few guys in the past yourself, so when it came to dating John, when was the moment you knew, okay, this this person, this, this guy's right for me? <laughs> um, a few actually, but I think John really opened up my eyes because the guy I dated, I mean, he was okay, but I think we were, I think we were just better off as friends than a couple. And um, you could tell it was more of a friendship than a couple. Things. Yeah, I think that was the case. Cause I don't, I don't know if, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if if I if maybe he thought I was pushing him or anything. But I don't know. It just didn't work out in the end. But I think for me, it was when like the arguing with me and my ex partner was non-existent because we would have like not bad arguments, but like just some disagreements nearly on a daily basis. And I would always come home really upset from sometimes of these interactions and hearing things. And it's, it you know, and when I was dating, like when I'm date when I was dating John at the beginning, there was no, 
why are we not arguing? Why am I not nagging him? Because it completely changed my aspect of that that this is not what dating really is, you know. Yeah. And then I think one day I realised that I think John might be the person for me was um like I would ask him like, hey, would you do something? And he would just do it. Like sometimes I have to like remind – yeah, like sometimes like, he gets a little bit hesitant, especially when it comes to like football. But I think I really helped him, made him see that that football wasn't his life. Because a couple of times he really put football ahead of a lot of things. And I really yeah. showed him that no, football isn't life. You know what I mean? It's like it's good to have your hobbies. Like, like he loves football as much as I love my video games. But I wouldn't put my video games ahead of of, of priorities you know what I mean like yeah. I wouldn't be playing a video game and then you know if someone said hey we're going to go somewhere I wouldn't be saying no I'm going to be staying stay home and play my games I would go and do something speaking of which my games are all collecting dust so you can really <laughs> tell where my priorities are so <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean so yeah. a couple of times where John would put his football ahead of the ahead of a few priorities it's like I've made him come down and made him realize that no, you know, because I used to say to him, you know, football will not pay your bills. Football will not be there to support you when something goes wrong. You know, football is not going to, you know, cook and clean and look out for you. You know what I mean? Football is just a hobby. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good hobby because yeah. he's not like he's into it, but he's not like one of those people that you see and you think, oh, my God, you've got, you know, every single banner of a certain team or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 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 a good hobby. It's just that it's good. That's when I realised that when he started, when he started to put the football priority down and more of other priorities ahead, that's when I realised that, yeah, it's he's changed. And, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's capable of changing and he's starting to see that, yeah, it's – not my it's not my it's not football ruining my life it's i'm saying that football can come and go into my life you know what i mean yeah yeah and and him and like that when he started to make you his priority that's when you knew okay this guy's you know willing to pull everything aside just for me he must he, yeah. must, he must be the right guy yeah, and, like, at the moment he's doing, like, he does shift work at the moment at the airport and, you know, and he works night shifts and it was a while since we went out on a Friday night and um, we recently, as you know, the NRL recently had the magic round and the Tigers were playing one, one on a Friday night and that Friday night John wasn't working and I'm, I think, what was that? What shift I was on? I think I was doing a closed shift. Yeah, I was finishing at 6 o'clock and I turned to John and I said, oh, um, it's been a while since we actually went out on a Friday night together. And I said, and I know it might be a bit too much of an ask, but can we go out for dinner that night? Without arguing, without, oh, you know, but it's the magic ground, Tigers are playing. He just said, yep, we're going. And ah. that's when I knew he completely changed. It's when he really said, to, when, yeah. without, without hesitation, without you know, without the excuse of, oh, but it's the magic round, Tigers are playing, so-and-so, I forgot who they played. You know, he yeah. said, yeah, we're going. Because uh, I think I think he also missed it too. I think he, because we haven't been out on a Friday night in a while, so I asked him yeah. if it was okay if we could go out that a Friday night because it's been a long time. And the fact he dropped everything, the football and said yes, that made me really happy because it showed that he's come a long way. He's come a long way, yeah. 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 
And I just, you can tell where his priority is. And that's what you wanted to know. And, yeah, because you know. I've always said that, oh, I never said give up the football. I'm happy that he's passionate about his football. I wish I had that. But, yeah, yeah I, I've lost my passion for football a long time ago. And then... Is it about... to support the Bulldogs? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I stopped going to, like, I used to go to the games a lot, when, especially when I was a kid and whatnot. But then I started to stop going. And then it was years. And then... Um, before, just before I met John, I was going to ask my dad to um, get me involved to become a member for the Bulldogs, and um, but but then it was too late. And then when I met John, he then also helped me rekindle my interest in football again. I'm nowhere near as passionate as him, you know. Like yeah. I might have the odd like, who's he again? Who's who's he again? You know what I mean? But like I'm not that into it, but. My my interest in it has got has come back. So because of his, because of his love of rugby, yeah, mixture, yeah, mixture of me wanting to come back, and then John also loving football, which also made me come back as well. Yeah, it, it's amazing what couples like having a partner can do. Like you might not be interested in a certain thing, um, but like having a partner that is can kind of make you interested in what that person's interested in. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of amazing to see like that in a lot of couples, you know, I've noticed. Yeah. 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 Even my ex was like that. Cause he was really into Pokemon cards and I remember, and I was like, what's the big deal over it? And then uh, one day um, he went and bought this box and um I said to him, can I open up one of the little, like, booster packets or whatever they're called? And anyway, I was going through it one day, and it was just, like, one of those, like, rare special cards. And I went, oh, this card looks really neat. Show it to him, and he nearly fell off the chair because he's like, oh, my God, this is the special one. I can't believe we, you, you got it. Oh, my God, you're my lucky child. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and as a result, that also then started making me develop into collecting them as well. Yeah. And – in, I guess, you know, it's, it's good to influence each other, but sometimes some some influences are not needed. Like, for me, I didn't need that Pokemon card interest. You know what I mean? Like, I already, like, I spend my, my, like my money on, like, other things like clothes, games, shoes, and, you know, things in general. And the Pokemon cards was one of those expenses that I didn't really need. So, you know, so for me it was like I wasted all, like, this money on Pokemon cards that I only started collecting because of my ex. So for me, it was like, was it really worth it? Was it really worth it? Yeah. yeah. Was it really worth me spending all this money on a bunch of cards? Meh. And at, the it, of, at the end of the day, I gave, I gave some of them to my cousin anyway, so he's happy. <laughs> Do you think it like deep down you wanted to show interest in the same thing your partner was interested in just to satisfy them in a sense? Um, or you just you just actually learn to you like you actually just gained your interest and you actually enjoyed collecting them. Well, the Pokemon cards were just something that my ex really enjoyed, and then that got me on it because I also liked Pokemon, and I thought, okay, I'll see what the big deal was. But um, since we even just before even before we broke up, we I haven't touched a single Pokemon card in. Since since then. then, yeah. So for me, it was one of those things where it's like, wasn't wasn't I wasn't that into it. So for me, it's like I see a box, I just go, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But with John, 
see, if John's interested in football, I was already thinking about going back, and then John was just was the next person to help carry me back into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and um, like he's trying to get me onto soccer, but I'm like, nah. No, yeah. not, not soccer. I'm like, into like, that. I'm like, no, that. Like soccer. I'm like, hey, the only soccer team that I follow are Portugal and Italy. That's that's it. Yeah. That's to be it. honest, to be fair, European football is a lot more entertaining than Australian football. Um, I wouldn't comment because I, like I said, I've only only just watched watched it because John's watching because of the Mariners. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been to a few games while watching the Mariners, so. It, you know, it's a nice little, nice little um, trip it's, up to Gosford and whatnot. It's actually a nice place being at the stadium in Gosford, you know. It's like... Yeah, it's a nice little stadium up there, I will admit. But if you said to me, pick a team, I'll be like, I don't follow the A-League, you know. Yeah, like, that's not for me to say and all that stuff, you know. It's like... Yeah, but no, that's like, I don't follow it. So why would I pick a team if I don't follow it, you know? And you don't, and you don't know the players and everything. Yeah, like I wouldn't that, have you know? a clue. You, you tell me that this guy is from, you know, Sydney FC or this guy's from Wanderers or whoever, and I'll be like, I have no idea. Uh, who, who's that guy? I don't know. Who. Yeah, like <laughs> I could be talking to one of them and not realise until someone came up and talked to me. Thanks. It's like, oh, oh I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Getting back to um, the proposal and the wedding. Mm. I know you haven't planned that far ahead for the wedding, but do you have a specific timeline of when you want it to happen? Well, John is aiming for hoping either end of next year, early the following year, but I don't know. It just depends on like on um, the reception area and the church because um, – it depends on when they line up because, you know, the church and the reception need to line up on this exact same day, you know, otherwise it looks sad that, that you know, you have the church on one day and the reception on another, you know what I mean? And um, my yeah. also, my biggest worry is, is there like a huge wait list? Because if you think about it, all last year's weddings were cancelled and then you would have had all these people now rushing to book for any available spots that they could have. There could be no spots for maybe a few years. Who knows? It just depends on which on the church. Well, they say traditionally the woman picks the church. So obviously it will be the church that I go to, St. Bridget's here in Magville. So there's that. And then does that line up with the reception? And then if they do, great. But what's the wait list like? Is it a year? Is it two years? Is it longer? Is it less? You know, it just depends because, like I said, yeah, because like I said, we've we've got to factor in the fact that every person last year who had a wedding got cancelled were then rescheduled for this year to try and squeeze in. And that's praying to God that they don't reschedule for another date because who knows with everything that's been happening with COVID, it's so unpredictable. You know, today we're fine, tomorrow we're not. You know what I mean? It just depends what people are doing and just depends on the church and the reception. That's true. Very, very true. Now, um, when it comes to living arrangements, have, mm-hmm. have, have you guys planned on moving in together anytime soon or finding a place or... Well, that's the thing. We were discussing that, but like, 
if you go by tradition, you don't leave the house until you actually do tie the knot. So it probably won't be until after we tie the knot. And then we were also discussing as to whereabouts we're going to live because I'm trying to think realistically that, you know, if we can save up enough money, we can hopefully buy our own place. Otherwise, um, John's dad owns an, owns an apartment in Macquarie Park and we can move into that, which is great. But I just want to see what the future holds because I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to go this direction when actual reality another direction is actually better for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it's just wait and see, wait and, and Hopefully, with everything going well, hopefully we can probably get our own place. But I'm happy to also live in that unit as well. It's just temporary until we find a place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like I said, it's it, we'll just have to wait and see what the future holds, and and then we'll we'll go based upon that. Um, what's your ideal honeymoon? <sighs> Ideally, I would love to go and see America because um. Like, as a kid, I was like, go to Queensland, go to Queensland. But as I grew up and matured, I was like, I really want to go check out America and see what um, America has. Like, you know, go see, like, Disneyland or World. I mean, they're two different things, aren't they? Um, See them, go to, like, Hollywood, New York and, you know, all those great places there. But if push comes to shove and we still can't travel, next place would have been New Zealand. Because oh, um, that's a beautiful place. I've heard people have yeah. gone there, and I heard it's really beautiful there. So I would love to go to New Zealand, either like fly there and tour, or go by cruise. Like I really don't mind. I would love to go to New Zealand as well. But I guess it will be all circumstantial, depending on the situation. Because no point in us booking stuff if if travel is still not an option. That's yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to your honeymoon, wanting to be in America, when I was younger, I think I was in year 10, I was still in high school, over the Christmas break, my my family took me to America and I went to LA, went to New York, went to Vegas um, and then I saw Hawaii and I was 16 at the time, but it was like such an amazing experience. Um, Disney World, I spent, I spent two days um, when I was in LA, I spent two days in Disney World. It's amazing. Like, yeah. It's, you know, like you can't you can't see everything in one day because it's so big. Yeah. It you like two or three days to, just to get around to everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to do it, but like I said, circumstantial. Because if we still can't fly, you know, if we still got that safe travel bubble between New Zealand, I'll be happy to go to New Zealand and then go to America one day, hopefully in the future, if if we're allowed yeah. to travel. Hopefully by then, you know, I think the travel bubble will be lifted and maybe like I think hopefully things will be back to normal and we can fly where we want to fly and all that yeah stuff. hopefully yeah because um i got family in portugal and italy and and they were asking you know when are we going to meet you know the at the time the boyfriend and i was always saying you know like oh when we can when we can and it's just a shame that covid is now impacting because i would have taken john with me over one day but like we can't even get over there at the moment you know yeah. so they only rely on social media at the moment and then they, and then those people that have social media told the rest of the family in 
and tell them what's been happening because, um, yeah, it's just hard at the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one last question for you, Isabel. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably haven't thought about this or you might have. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you probably, you probably would have heard on the podcast um, I asked John the question of where does he want to have his um, bachelor party? No, he, yeah. wants to, <laughs> he wants to have it in Queensland because he loves Queensland. He wants to have it in at the Gold Coast. Um, so I wanted to ask you, where would you like to have your bachelor party at? <laughs> oh my! Head. See, the thing was, I would have done Queensland too, yeah. But then there's the cat the issue of the two parties clashing. So oh, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know now. Now that John, now that John stole my idea, the little bugger, <laughs> he he loves stealing my ideas. He's such a mind reader now. He's he's, he's getting too good. I'm, when I said to him once, he's starting to become like Edward Cullen. You know, becoming a real mind reader. Stop it. Um, yeah. yeah. Look, I probably somewhere in the city or something. I don't know since John stole my idea to go to Queensland. <laughs> well, and you guys then, both have a bachelor party. Oh, we could, we could, and that's hey, that's if we're allowed to go up there. You know, pray to God yeah. we can go up there. I would love to go to Queensland. I would just go to all the theme parks and be like, "That's my bachelorette yeah, party." Go to movie world, you know what I mean? Go to, they go to that bachelor. and then do nights of just like drinking and like partying until like ridiculous hours in the morning, and come back going, "What the hell did I just do?" <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, you guys, you guys could do that. Like, bring your, you can bring your group of friends. He can bring his group of friends, and you might meet along the way at some point. Oh yeah, yeah. Be like, oh hey, that's my, that's my future husband over there. It's like, what happened to you? I don't know. I don't know. Because I know you. Because you probably take him out, but you probably get him drunk half the times. Uh, but the thing with Johnny is, he's not a drinker. But I know, I know, he, but I know you. You're probably gonna be like, John, it's the last yeah. time that you're gonna be single. Just, Go and have a drink. Have one drink or two, you know, and, yeah, yeah, next yeah. you know, I get a phone call from you guys. Uh, yeah, Bill. Uh... Emergency hospital, no, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, hey, Bill. Um, yeah, he's not doing so well. He, he's uh, he's quite sick. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but that probably might be the case, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll try and control him. I try and control him. <laughs> I know you. You're gonna influence him to to drink. Uh, it's alright as long as you guys have fun and be safe. That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, as I said, I'm I'm uh, I'm beyond happy for you guys, especially um with everything that John has gone through. Even when we were kids, me and him used to always talk about, oh, I can't wait to get married. Like e- even primary school days we'll talk about marriage. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so it's like Yeah, because my... me and my best friend were doing that too. Like we were talking about it in high school. Like we were because we were talking about something and then we got into topics of of weddings. And I jokingly said to her one day, you know, you'll be my maid of honor. And then I said to her yesterday, I called her and I said, remember how we joked about you being the man of honor? Well, it's, <laughs> it's, now, <laughs> it's now coming to life. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, I know you used to talk about it and now it's actually coming true. Now it's coming true, yeah. 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 That was the same feeling I had with John because John was like, since we were young, oh, you're, gonna, you're always going to be my best man. You're my best man. You're my best man. And I'm like to John. Am I still your best man? And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, now it's like, hey, you know, you're still the best man, right? Because I kind of need you now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
It's good to have lifelong friends like that, you know, that, that, yeah. that, that don't fade away, that, like they're always Oh, yeah, you and, you and John, I, I, I'm actually quite jealous because I – I don't have like a friend like 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 that's been with me since kindy. Um, you know what I mean. My best yeah. friend I met in year eight. So, you know, so for me it's like um, I've known my my best friend Alison since year eight. So, you know, not many people can say they've had a long life best friend since kindergarten days. You know what I mean. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so I, I'm actually I'm really, I'm really happy that you that you two are, are so strong and you two are like I sometimes say to John that you and Daniel are like bro, are like brothers. You know, I don't see you guys as best friends. I see you two like brothers. Yeah. We we used to say that to each other. I'd be like, oh, I wish you were my brother, and he'll be like the same thing. And yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah, saying? Yeah. Brother from another mother? Is that what the saying is? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I do see him as a brother. Yeah, you two are like friend, really good brothers, brother. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just ask, when he went down on one knee, mm. what, 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 what did he say to you? Like, what was the build-up to, to it all? Ah, uh, I was in such like... a shock. Um, <laughs> like, um, like you know, you like for like. For the past two years, you know, you've made me like the happiest man on earth, you know, and I and I really want to spend the rest of my our lives together, and I want to stay with you forever and all that. And then he goes like like down one in. He goes, um, "Will you marry me?" And uh, um, yeah, uh, trust John to have a baby for it. Hey, he he knows exactly <laughs> what to say, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was so sweet. I just wish I wish we had a recorder so we could record all that, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The the photographer should have recorded as well as take pictures. I think. Oh <laughs> um, no, because he had a that, camera, not a not a, yeah, not a video recorder. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Isabel, it's a it's been a pleasure having you on my podcast. It's been a pleasure to chat to you about all this. I can tell by the tone of your voice, how happy and how excited you are about about the engagement party and about the wedding and likewise with John. It just, to me, I can tell how much of a strong bond and strong connection you, you both have just by expressing how you, you feel towards all this. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's truly amazing to see and hopefully one day I find that special person myself the way that you guys have found each other oh thanks dan thank you for having me and you will i know you will just give it time don't i used to think the same way i used to think oh no one's gonna be out there for me and you know what like i said in in that uh, in the other podcast i gave online dating a chance when i was very against it and lucky i did because that's how i met john so it took some time and you eventually you will find someone and even if it doesn't you know what that's okay because sometimes that's the case sometimes not everyone's meant to be with somebody and that's okay that's true well god has a plan for everyone you know the universe that's true that is true whatever it's meant to be will be you know yeah yeah that that's it that's it well, Isabel, thank you for taking a lot of lot of your time tonight to speak to me. It's been a pleasure once again having you on, and yeah, it's you know, um, it, you know, it's like it's an honor for me to speak to you and John about all this. And as a best friend, I, I, you know, I couldn't be more happier for, for the both of you guys. 
Oh, thank you. Really appreciate it. Not a problem. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up soon. And thank you once again for being on my show. Anytime. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Good night.